Presented by the Murray Convention and Visitors Bureau, it's time for Meet Us on Main, the podcast inviting you into the living room of Murray, Kentucky, sharing what we have going on in our great community. Hey guys, and welcome back to Meet Us on Main. I'm Kayla. Oh, hey, I'm Tim. I thought Aaron was going to come on there too. <laughs> I'm here, but I'm at the keyboard, so it's hard for me to get next to it. How are you guys doing today? We're just, um, we have Tim with us. We're very excited to have you again on our podcast. Um, and we're just going to give you some updates about what's happening, um, of course, through COVID-19 and whatnot. So, yeah. Let's start. Let's start with the usual, the restaurant update. Uh, Tim came in with a hot take. He's got an update, a quick one that we don't even have on the website yet on our Facebook page. Well, I just learned today, and it's rather unfortunate because I got donuts from there on Monday, (laughs) but Salmon's Bakery is going to discontinue service for a little while. Right. That's so sad because I know their burgers have been such a hit right now. It was, and of course, they're only open to noon anyway, but it was just that, you know, I called in last Friday to try to get donuts for the office, and I called in at 6.30, and she said, we're already sold out. And I went, at 6.30? What time do I have to wake up to get donuts? But... But, um, you know, I think they, it was just dis- discouraging at the really time. I really did. You really um, needed those donuts. Yeah, I did. I, I don't need them, but I needed them. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, it's it's just another business that's having to take a little time off here. And of course, they'll come back and they always do and it'll still be good. But yeah, no, they are temporarily closed. Uh, someplace I noticed, cannot remember off the top of my head. I caught it on Facebook. It is either Pit Stop Barbecue or Cypress Springs. One of them is doing like a family fish dinner to go and it's just a gigantic tray of hush puppies. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> who doesn't like hush puppies? fish fries this season. I know, so I cannot remember who that was. Uh, but anyway, so there's some really great family packs out there. I noticed that I think since the last time we talked, the Apple has started doing one. Muggsies is still doing their family packs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Blue and White has started offering they a family breakfast. pack. And they also are offering breakfast. breakfast. How crazy is that? So if you live down in Hazel, um, hit up Blue and White Girl for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know. And I wonder if he's doing fish for breakfast. How I great would that it. be? Hush puppies a fish biscuit? No, no. I would no, do it. No, no, no. That does it. not sound good. Straight up. <laughs> no. I would do Beatles. hush puppies. Fish Beatles. is good anytime. Yep. Yep. Hush puppy. So again, updates on our website. I'm going to make that quick adjustment to Salmon's Bakery, and I will get it re-uploaded to the Facebook page on Murray on Visit Murray, Kentucky. Yep. We have it pinned to the top. Give us a follow. That's right. Uh, if you see any updates, feel free to message us. I try to keep up about every other day and update it. So um, again, I'll update that really quick and get it up there for you guys to see. Visit Murray, Kentucky yep. Facebook page pinned at the top. So if you can, keep supporting these individuals, I think we're probably gonna be in this situation for uh, another month or so. So still try to make some time if you can within your budget to support those local restaurants. They really need your help. And you know, one of the great things about this right now is, you know, when I think when all the restaurants kind of started with the car side to go and curbside service, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it, it wasn't the fastest of, of processes, but now that we're a couple weeks into this, man, they've got it nailed. When yeah, you walk yeah. in, everything is smooth. Uh, the process is there. They know what they're doing now. They know how to handle you. There's not a problem of social distancing inside these places anymore because they they're only letting people. Fun. Yes, everything yeah. now is worked out to the point where it's it's a smooth process. Mm-hmm. And so if you were frustrated with it to begin with and you thought, man, I'm just, I'm just not going to do this anymore. It's not worth it. Give it another try. Give it another go because really they have gotten to the point now that it's just a, it's it's almost as smooth as eating in the restaurant. They've they've streamlined their process. Absolutely, sure. and I think that it's also um, key to point out to please please be patient with them. Okay, correction. <laughs> I looked it up while we're doing this. It is Blue and White Grill that is doing the family pack of fish. All right, 
That's who's doing that. it. I just wanted to make sure I gave the correct people. Scooter and the gang down in Hazel have got it under control with hush puppies <laughs> and fish. Hush puppies for everybody. Yeah, but like not for breakfast. <laughs> uh... Okay, next. Next, we're going to give you kind of an update of the Murray Art Guild. I'm telling you, our creative people, as expected locally, are just on it. They are. They are totally on their game. So what they do every year, I know a lot of you have participated. They do a visual evidence juried show. They do it. They've hosted it in the old post office. They've hosted it at various places around town. And it also becomes part of the spring art hop, which has been canceled. Don't worry. It'll come back in the fall. Um, but so because we can't go into anywhere, they put all of the pieces on the website and created a virtual gallery. The I, I think at it, today. It's pretty cool. it is really cool. 65 entries. Yes. There's 65 entries on there. Oh, wow. Yes. So since you guys have looked through, do, does anybody have a favorite or did anything jump out at you? So I'm about to nerd out here. I did. I looked through <laughs> a lot of them. And what I found fascinating were there was all different types of art. So there's some oil paintings, there's some different types of, and I can't remember, acrylic, but you know, all these different types mediums. of things. Yeah, mediums, excuse mediums. me, mediums. There we go. I'm not an artiste. The art lingo. lesson. The lingo needs to be learned. Sorry. I just like to look at pretty pictures, right? We all do. But so there, and there was some, uh, there was displays. So there was all different types of things. But the one that caught my eye the most was entry number 62. It is a picture of a bike in front of a wall and on the wall, and I can't tell if it was painted on the wall or if the artist came in digitally and kind of uh, put it on there afterwards, but there's a bike by a no parking sign and it's got a man on the wall that looks like he's been painted there holding onto a real life bike. <laughs> it is it crazy office? cool. Yeah. I would buy it. Yes. Would you buy it? I would absolutely yeah, buy it. Cool. Um, there's always so many creative pieces that go into the visual well now virtual visual evidence and they're all local people sometimes they're Mm -hmm. students sometimes they're retirees in the community sometimes they're local artists like at the guild so it's always really cool to see the variety that comes through there uh something else we've talked about it before but i have the actual art in my hands did you do it i have not i have not done mine yet so there's the p3 mail art exhibit which kayla do you want to say what the p3 stands for pandemic postcard project that's right i had i hadn't a clue when i I was like p3 what does that even mean (laughs) so it is a project that debbie has created and you can contact the art guild and she can send you out a little pack her information is on their website or you can just create your own postcard and the idea is that you decorate it and create the art as long as it's able to go in the mail debbie will get it as you want that's right Mm -hmm. and she is then going to take these pieces and hang them in different buildings through the downtown square so that people can safely walk mm-hmm. but still see the art exhibits. Yeah. So. I know that she plans on um, putting quite a few in our office as well. Yeah. So, Tim, if you were inspired, you could maybe make your own art. I just might. The Send last time in. I had something hung up was in kindergarten. It was on the fridge, and my mom hung it up. I was the star of the house for like a week and a half. You know what? I, I know. I think you Debbie. Would be I, de- very I definitely love the attention. You know, you might be the apple of Debbie's eye just I by creating be. something and sending it in. I, I will do that this weekend. That's right. Find those. Find those deep creative juices within you. I will create a medium. Uh, if you are looking, a medium. Well, okay. <laughs> Did I use that wrong? Yeah, you yes. did. A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. That's fine. I hope Debbie's listening and laughing like right now. Um, so <laughs> any information about the P3 art exhibit or about the visual, no wait, the virtual visual, visual, visual evidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all on murrayartguild.org. You can find all the information, how to contact Debbie. 
and they have all of it there. There's also, they have the art market, which has a lot of our local artisans. They have uh, pieces that you can purchase. You can shop online. They've set it up to where you can purchase online. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah. And we're going to have to think about that a bit differently. Maybe that's something we can talk about next week is how some of our retailers are providing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, providing a way for you to shop for Mother's Day. So that's yeah. something we can work on. But they have curbside pickup and online purchasing, which is pretty cool. Uh, what are we going to talk about next? I think we're going to talk about the library. Okay. Downtown virtual scavenger, huh? Oh, are we wait, going downtown? straight by oh, that? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Are we going in order? I don't know. Sorry. When are we doing? You just tell me. I'm just a guest. <laughs> You're just a guest. I'm just a guest here. Well, so Murray Main Street is um, doing a downtown virtual scavenger hunt right now um and if you would like to participate it is on the downtown murray kentucky facebook page she is posting every single day just a clue about um a unique piece of any of the historic buildings that are downtown um like i said she's posting those every day um until the end of april so you have until i think next thursday um to participate my and favorite one. A lot of engagement with that. Yeah, my favorite one so far was number two. It was. Oh, it just said Jesus. drugs, <laughs> and I was thinking, man, what are we trying to promote downtown? I know, I know. we saw that post and we were like, Dia, probably should reword that. I loved it. I knew exactly where it was at, but I was like, that's awesome. It was a pretty easy one, but we were like, could you really? Could we maybe pick something else? But I think the the neat thing is is you find the picture and then you look through it, but to to read the background on some of that stuff if you actually you know go some through people don't know about yeah some people don't know the history and so you know you're just kind of learning about what is where and why it's there and yeah. what it's connected to and you know what kind of you know history it has here in Callaway County so it does and it also is a piece of positive information yeah right now social media has a lot of doom and gloom and seriousness and this is just kind of a bright spot yeah. in the day and to learn about your town. So and it's that's something fun on. to participate if you're bored at home. Again, that's on Downtown Murray, Kentucky Facebook page, and she's doing those daily. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we're going to talk about the library. Tim, yeah. are you talking about the library? I don't. I know we have a library here in Murray, and it's a great library. Oh, Tim, Tim, I but love I don't. You. I just don't know what the Home Readers Club is all about. I haven't done any. Okay, I haven't well, heard about it until right now. New. Yeah, it this is. is this is just a brand new club that they um, had created to cater to the. Um, Do you get a free personal pan pizza if you come? Is it kind of like the Book It Club? It. Although I would oh. support a Book It. I am very we much in support Sandy. of Book It. We should email Sandy and say start Book It. Um, Sandy, if you're listening. Oh, that was sorry. sorry. <laughs> that would be Ed's cat. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, everybody, let's get it together. <laughs> I know, sorry. So back to the Healthy at Home Readers Club. If you are not familiar, you can go on right now with your library card, and there is online book clubs. But this is specifically set up for people in our library system. And what it is, it's going to be a six-week series where there are individuals you can sign up using Zoom. If you don't know how to use Zoom, you can call the library. Sandy Lynn will help you. And it's going to be an open discussion about what people are reading during the pandemic specifically. From there, they are also going to possibly set up discussions of specific books. Once you're introduced and talk to the individuals that you know are there, come up with a book together and go forward. So I think it's really awesome. All you have to do is have your library card. They actually begin tomorrow. You can call the library today or in the morning and get signed up. And again, does not cost anything. The book you'll be able to get online through their library resources and read it if you choose. So give Sandy Lynn a call. You can also email her at sandy.lynn 
at callawaycountylibrary.org. But all of the information is on their website and it's very easy to access. And it also it is also free to yes. get a library card. So you if you so are you should get a library card. <laughs> I've got a library card. You got? Yes. You, you should yes. utilize the online Do you have a Kindle? Yeah. I don't read that much. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll work on you back. I read a lot of like news online and well, books that's good. online. That's something. Any anything online any reading is good yeah. reading. Doesn't matter what reading. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm proud of our public library for putting yes, this together. They are, people who are missing out on their book clubs. Um, and just maybe need a connection to individuals. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like with the art guild, they're they being some new ideas of yes, what to read. They are being not. super creative and um, pretty pumped about that. Okay, so the last thing for today, we've had Dina on several times in the past talking about different programs to help small businesses, to help retail, all of those things. And, um, you know, we just decided to take it up another level and we brought in a local banker. We brought in a local banker we love. And she is an expert. She is such an expert. So we're going to throw questions at her and give you all some details on PPP. Let's remember the money for the first round has, has run out. They're voting tomorrow to put in another round. And so those will be available here through several of our local banks. But, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Alicia. Hey guys, <laughs> how's it going? Well, it's going pretty good. <laughs> We're glad you're one. Of, do you want to know you're one of our first guests? Wow, I know. I feel honored. You should. <laughs> As well, you should. Not only you're our first guest, but you're also sharing a mic with me. So therefore, you are like doubly honored right Woo-hoo. now. Okay, so let's get started on the PPP. I think that is the most popular program that there has been. It is the quickest to attain, so please. Yeah, let's start with that. What does PPP stand for? Okay, PPP stands for Payroll Protection Program. Yay! And what does that mean? Um, It is a fund that's been set up by the government to help businesses um, keep up with their payroll. So um, they want to keep employees on payroll and not on unemployment. So that's what that's for. Okay, so is every business eligible for that? No, not every business is eligible, but most businesses are. If you have wage earners, um, you have less than 500 employees, and your employees are um, citizens of the United States. Wow, so that really covers quite a few businesses and organizations within our community. It sure does, yep. Sure. Are um, nonprofits eligible? Yes, as long as they're a 501c3. Okay, so any of those, I know we have several 501c3s in our community. If you all are listening and maybe didn't get in on the first round, maybe be ready to go. So if you didn't get the first round, what is the application process like? It's um, pretty easy here at the bank, uh, at the Murray Bank. We try to make it easy for our customers. Um, we've Tim has uh, set up a portal kind of on our website, so you can go to themurraybank.com and click on the COVID-19 um, tab, and it will take you to the information. Um, it will email us um, that you're interested in it, and then a loan officer will call you back to get the information from you. We just ask that you have your tax documents ready from 2019. Um, for people with payroll, that they have their W-3 or their 941s for 2019. If you're a sole proprietor or a contract worker, someone that has a 1099, we ask that you have 2019's Schedule C from your tax return. Okay, so those are some pretty hefty documents. Can you repeat those again one more time? 
Yes, we ask that you have your um, 941s for wage earners um, from 2019. Um, and then if you're a sole proprietor or a 1099 contract worker, your Schedule C from your 2019 tax return. And I think, you know, a lot of people right now are thinking, well, the money's already gone. There's no need to even worry about getting that stuff. Hopefully tomorrow the House is going to approve what the Senate approved yesterday. And there will be another $300 billion worth of PPP loans ready to roll, Mm -hmm. what we would encourage you to do, not only, you know, every bank is encouraging, go ahead and get your stuff in now. Talk to your loan officer, talk to your bank, get this information, Alicia, yeah, get this information Alicia was talking about ready and get it to us. And then as soon as the government says, hey, boom, this money's ready, your stuff is already waiting or your stuff is already in our hands and we input it and it's there and it's gone. Because if you thought the money ran out fast the first time, what, a week and a half? 13 days. 13 yeah. days. I, we, Alicia and I, you know, obviously we would not study, but we have a lot of friends in different world, different er- worlds, different areas around the country. <laughs> and, you know, we talked to them. One bank I was talking to, I have a friend at another bank down in Oklahoma. They have 150 applications already ready to in- All they have to do is push enter. So as soon as the government says this money's ready, there's 150 applicants right there already. And that doesn't, that's not a lot. But that, think no, of but that every bank has that. Added up, and just think about our community alone. So all of our local banks are participating in this program, trying to help our community members. So be proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what call happened last bank. time? We struggled to get into the system. So uh, there was a lot of banks across the nation that struggled to get into the SBA system, and mm-hmm. so there was a slowness for the funds to be depleted last time because banks weren't able to access the system. And that won't be the case this time. Right. Now Mm -hmm. we're ready to go. I've got, you know, 10 applications on my desk waiting to be input and every loan officer at the bank has about that as well. So as soon as this portal opens up again, you know, they're saying 72 hours, (laughs) um, 48 more like it. Wow. Uh, So Based on that, let's say you get your application in, what can the PPP funds be used for specifically? Okay, so the funds can be used for payroll. 75% of the money has to be used towards payroll. This is a payroll protection program. Um, 25% of the funds can be used to pay for utilities and mortgage interest and rent for um, contracts that were already in place on February 15th of right. 2020. Can't be canceled. So, right. um, uh, utilities, they have not given us guidance on what utilities are. We're speculating, you know, that it's electricity, possibly internet, um, possibly your telephone line. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we don't know Everything exactly. Operate. Right. Yeah. So I know that there's a different piece. There's a back end to this, to this program. And so what do borrowers need to do to be able to get their loan forgiven after we've gone through all of this and we start back on a new normal, what will they need to do going forward? Right, they're gonna have to prove where these monies went. So they're gonna have to keep um, excellent records, you know, payroll checks, payroll check stubs, um, the check stubs for, you know, their utilities or their um, mortgage interest payment or something like that. But we're gonna have to have verifiable uh, records. So I think that bank statements will work for that. Again, they have haven't given us any guidance to hang our hat on just yet, but we're assuming that if you can bring your statement in and we can pull those checks off your statement, then that would be sufficient. Okay, that's very cool. So again, then if let's say possibly with your organization, your loan is not going to be forgiven, what does that mean for the organization? Well, um, the SBA is given strict guidance. It's a 1% loan. So you have a loan with a 1% interest rate that is to be repaid over um, 
24 months. Okay. Um, the first six months would be interest-free deferred payments, and then you would be amortized over 18 months. Right. So I'm going to assume that the idea is, is that once this loan is going to be required to have repayment, if that is the case, that the economy has started back on an upward tick, I'm going to guess is the point. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So the forgiveness period is eight weeks. So you have eight weeks to do your payroll and your util- utilities and such. So that's okay. two months. If you have any money that's not been forgiven, then you'll have a four month deferment period. And okay. then you wouldn't have to make your first payment until the sixth month. Very good. Well, that just cleared up a lot of things. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really hard. The websites just automatically say you start, you sit in on a webinar. It's not used in plain English. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need some really basic yeah. <laughs> information. I think the most basic thing, if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, am I eligible? Can I use it? Mm-hmm. Call your banker. Call your banker. Mm-hmm. Most they, they will have answers. Mm-hmm. They may not be the answers you want to hear, but no, they, will have answers, they will have answers. And they will be able to say, yes, you are. No, you aren't. And, and if they quick. say, yes, you are, then you need to have this information right. ready. You need right. to get it to them. And they need to. you need to make sure that they're ready to act on this. Right. And I will just give a shout out and major kudos to all the local banks. I've known they've worked so hard over the past two weeks to help everyone. And they're getting ready to ramp up possibly for a second round of this. And I know it's exhausting and tiring and it's hard on their families. And yeah, so, I just told a banker this morning, I said, well, they gave us just enough time to get caught up. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> well, our, last, faster. <laughs> our last loans have to be closed by Friday based on when we made the and application. And they're supposed to vote on this Thursday afternoon. And they're supposed, yeah. So we should have all of our loans closed. <laughs> Closed and booked by Friday. And just to do it all for the weekend again. Yes. Okay. And I do I do know that I think last time, you know, a lot of the negative publicity is out there right now about, you know, like Ruth Chris, they got all this money yes. and all these major companies yeah. and, the, and the big banks, uh, you know, they were already allocated so much money. If I read it right, and Alicia can correct me if I'm wrong, but this time Congress is putting in $60 billion specifically for community banks. That's what I read. So that's I a mean, big I'm number. I'm not an expert. Yeah. No, that's true. And so yeah. that that's going to be another little... Um, which that they need to fix, you know, on the SBA's website. So that makes me think that maybe they'll hold off and open up the portal on Monday because they've got to distinguish the difference, the difference between mm-hmm. a large bank and a small bank. And so I don't really know how they're going to do that. You know, everything's been done last minute. You know, yes. they might fix it Thursday night. They might, you know, be smart and take the weekend to do it correctly. So we just don't know. We know the House is supposed to vote Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean it opens up Friday or will know. they give us until Monday. I don't know. One can hope. Yeah. Uh, but moral of the story, be ready. If you think this applies to you, this is this is faster relief than maybe some of the other options that are out there. Right. And our local banks are here and ready to help. So, yeah, thank so it you. boils down to if you have a wage earner, if you're paying taxes on your employees, you have wage earners. If you um, have a, if you're a 1099 contractor, which means, you know, taxes are not taken out on you. Look to your Schedule C. If you have a positive net profit, you qualify. If it's negative, unfortunately, you don't qualify. But that's basically what we look for when an application comes in. Okay. Is do you have a 941 and what does your Schedule C look like? Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Local banker, Alicia. Yeah, your expertise is very helpful. (laughs) It is very helpful. For our listeners. Yes. So um, hopefully next week when we get together again, we have an update and we can say some positive things and how many loans have flowed out of this community and how many different people we've helped. So any last words, Tim Tim? No, this has been fun again. Thank you all for having me. Yes. Glad you guys could come in. Thanks for asking me here. You're welcome. Great. Thank you for coming in. And we'll talk to you next week. We'll be here. We'll be here. You've been listening to Meet Us on Main, the inside scoop for all things Murray. 